Good afternoon and welcome to Missing Pieces. Today we are going to resume our studies in rebuilding our lives. We are now on section two, which is called Gather and Secure. And the next step we are going to focus on will be gathering material. I want to thank you all for listening. I want to give you a brief um, update on my son. He is home, um, doing well, continually taking his meds. And I just got a call from my daughter who was crying. Um, she tested positive for COVID after two and a half years of having, uh, being very careful and wearing her mask and receiving her shots, but she never got the booster. She has tested positive for COVID and she is devastated because my Mother's Day treat was for the both of us to go to um, Washington, D.C. Um, to see Maverick City, Kirk Franklin, and Jonathan McReynolds in concert next Thursday. So, depending on what happens, we will know Saturday whether or not I'm going to go. And if I do go up, I think I'm going to get a hotel room. And, of course, we will travel by Uber. But um, COVID is still alive and kicking. COVID hasn't gone anywhere. Delta variant hasn't gone anywhere. And now we're dealing with monkeypox. So, be careful out there, you guys. Um, wear your K95 mask and not those cloth ones. And I believe that's how she caught it because she never wears the K95s. And I always told her about that. But nonetheless, she will be well. Um, mommy told her what things she needs to do. And she has a virtual appointment with her doctor tomorrow. And I gave her a long list of things that she needs to make sure she discussed with her doctor. So how's everyone doing out there? I pray that all is well. I pray that you all are constantly rebuilding our faith walk. Our lives will never be the same. Um, I, I, I've noticed that on my Facebook page, a couple of people that I know are being, um, how can I say this without scaring anybody? Um, they posted that they aren't able to sleep because one person said that she's being attacked in her sleep. And the other one said the same thing. And I'm like, okay, God, what is going on? There's something going on and I want you all to be mindful and stay prayed up and stay focused. Now, everybody that listens to my podcast, I understand that you have your own particular culture and uh, religious belief, and that's okay. Because I know that it doesn't matter what religion you believe in. It's all boiled down to the same thing. Trusting, believing, doing what's right trying to do what's right, staying focused and placing your trust and your energy in your higher power. 
And my higher power is Jesus Christ and the Holy Trinity, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. But whoever you are engaged in in your religious belief, let it be a positive um, thing. Some religions do not require you to be part of a sexual organization. You know, if, if you're getting involved in something like that, just be careful and walk away from it. And if you can't, find the help that you need so that you can deprogram yourself and that know that you are still worthy and you are still a man and woman of God. And know that it's not your fault because you thought what you were doing was right. And it's okay. And always remember that mental illness is not going anywhere. We have to learn how to manage our daily lives with mental illness. We have to understand that some people are having a bad day. If you work in any type of custom service face-to-face with someone, get some training on how you can uh, be more observant and what to expect and what to look for. I think training is very, very important because we don't know what that person went through the night before. We don't know what happened with that person uh, when they woke up, what it took for them to come to our store or come to our building or come to our edifice, whatever it is. And sometimes you don't have to see a person face to face. However, you are still talking with them over the phone. And if you are a Christian and you are in that particular atmosphere, pray for them silently because you never know what a person is going through. And they are still burying um, the children in, um, I think it's Valde, Valde, Texas. Please forgive me if I'm not pronouncing it correctly. I do apologize. Um, Gun violence is now at the House or the Senate, and they're trying to come up with a plan. Let us pray that the plan is the right plan. And it behooves me that other countries do not tolerate it, but we do. I don't get it. I will never understand it. But let's keep voting. Let's keep um, securing our vote. Let's be mindful. Let's do some research. When you see people that are on the TV and the commercials and they say, vote for me because I do yada, 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 vote for me because our government is yada, yada, yada. Do your research. Find out who these people are. Don't just put them in office because you constantly see them on TV because they, quote unquote, have the funding to um, advertise. There are people who don't have the funding to advertise and they are the best candidate. Do your research. Please make our vote count. It's important to do so. 
Um, I think that's all I want to discuss as far as daily things that are going on. Um, just be mindful and know that your part of your rebuilding is to gather and secure. Okay, Marilyn, what do you mean by that? I mean that sometimes the hardest part mm, of any project is the beginning. It's hard to stop something. It's hard to get rid of something. It's hard to do any project in the beginning because sometimes the beginning of anything, it involves pain, it involves some type of loss, or it involves a change that you weren't even expecting to happen. That's a part of rebuilding. You got to gather and secure. That's just like anyone. Let's say, for instance, you're building a house. You have the floor plan, the blueprints of how you want it to be done. That's gathering. You have to secure the permits in order to start rebuild, start to build your house. And if there's a house that you need to add on or take away, it's rebuilding. And you still have to get a permit. Now, when you look at the gathering and secure, you got to get the, the material. You have to gather that. You have to go out and find the right material, the one that's going to withstand storms and tornadoes and rains and everything, anything that's weather-related. It doesn't matter what part of the world you live in. You want to purchase the right material. So when you purchase the right material, you have to gather it. You have to look for the proper um, electrician, the, the, the proper plumber, and a designer. So you have to gather all of that. And that's the beginning of any project. And because you have decided and you are starting to work on this, that's a good thing. It's a positive thing. And, I'm, and, and, and I hope and pray that you're feeling encouraged by both the, what you have completed and, what's, and become excited of what's to come. And this is part of the rebuilding process. Now, do any of you remember the story of King Solomon? King Solomon, he wanted to build a temple for the Lord. And he wanted to make sure he had the best materials for this project. And money was not an object. And he wanted to make sure that he secured the, the, the best workers to make sure that nothing will hinder, nothing will get in the way, nothing will cause a setback. And you can find this um, story in Second Chronicles in the second chapter. And it says this, the house which I am about to build, said King Solomon, will be great. 
your rebuilding process will be great because you decided that you need to step out on faith, that you need to remove negative energy, that you have gathered everything that you need because in our last um weekly uh, our last studies we talked about essentialism and you had the opportunity to get rid of some things so now that you've gotten rid of some things and now you're gathering the things that have the meaning the best and know that you are the best you are important you are loved and you have that positive energy that's radiating from you and that people are looking at you and wondering, hmm, there's something different about you. And you just smile and look up because you know that at the end of this rebuilding, you will be great. I will be great. And maybe you might have a similar feeling, you know, like King Solomon, the greatness. And when you create something important, you want every detail to be precise and right. And that's what we're going to work on now. May you be blessed in the work that's ahead. So step four. We are gathering our material. And once we know that what's been lost and we can retain it, the next step in rebuilding is to gather the materials we need. I already gave you a brief synopsis of that. If we are um, actually rebuilding an actual structure, like I gave you a brief synopsis, you would be storing up things like, like I told you earlier, lumber, brick, nails, paint, everything. Even as we rebuild our spiritual, emotional, and relational life, it can sometimes be, um, what do I want to say? It can be tempting to look at the external things like the things that we can stack and store. But remember, in essentialism, you don't need to be tempted anymore because you've gotten rid of those things. So don't feel like you have to stack and store things that mean, that has no meaning. Get rid of it. And sometimes... You can collect different podcasts, different sermons. Excuse me, I'm about to sneeze. Bless me. Checklists. And you're going to realize that some of these podcasts that you're listening to, if they are beneficial, like mine and others, then you collect them. You hold on to them. If you go to church and or to your synagogue or wherever you 
are worshiping and you take notes. You take notes and you write those and you collect those. You take notes from someone that may speak into your life or something that you heard in the synagogue or a service or worship. You write it down and you collect it and, and, and you, you, you put a date on it because that's the date that something came to your remembrance, a light bulb came on. And when you are rebuilding, it's always going to be a new phase in your life. What do you mean by that? It means that when you are rebuilding, it's like the old things have passed away. Behold, the new things have come. That's a part of your new phase. And though in the rebuilding process, the most important materials we and you and I need for rebuilding, hey, it's already inside of us. The things that God has given us and grown in us throughout our lives, like our personality, our experiences, our gifts and talents. We already have those things, but somehow we have to twerk it. We, we have to tweak it. And the way that we tweak it is we seek guidance from God. We don't try to do this ourselves. God will guide us. He will guide us in, 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 in refreshing our gifts and talents. And then he may pour new gifts and talents and our experiences, like my experience that I had last week when my son attempted suicide, that was something out of left field. But because I'm able to stand in the power of God, that's an experience. That's part of my testimony. I could not have gone through this on my own. My flesh was breaking down, y'all. I couldn't understand what was going on. I, I I cried every day, all day long. But then I gave thanks to God because he's still with us. He's still here. I couldn't do it on my own. It was the power of God that sustained me and is still sustaining me to do what I'm able to do. I could not do it on my own. And even with our faith itself, which um, I believe Peter says is more precious than gold, which perishes though tested by fire. First Peter 1 and 7, I was tested by fire. I am still on the potter's wheel. I will never, ever, and neither will you come off of the potter's wheel. He is shaping us, rebuilding in us. Re uh, he's, he's taking that piece of clay and he's cutting it down and then he's taking his loving hands and he's rebuilding us back up again. He's giving us another chance. He said, Marilyn needs this, so I'm going to put her keep her on the potter's wheel, and I'm going to shape her into this. And he's doing it. He's constantly 
reshaping us. He is so precious to us. And this reminds us that as we serve and we go through this process of being rebuilt, it is an essential resource for starting over as we look beyond our present circumstances. I can't do this podcast without God. I can't move forward without God. I want you to think of Peter and the other apostles who were in the upper room after seeing Jesus ascend to heaven. Nothing had gone the way they had planned. Nothing. Their spirits had been crushed upon after um, after seeing Jesus' arrest and crucifixion. And now, after spending time with Jesus and following his resurrection, they had renewed confidence that he really was the Messiah. Our life experiences will always be in need of rebuilding. You always have to go back and look at it and rebuild. You have to gather and secure your thoughts. You have to have scripture or whomever your religious is or the Quran or the, or the Torah, whichever one. You got to go back and you got to rebuild off of those scriptures. Because back in the book of Acts, we see Peter drawn frequently from the Psalms and prophets for comfort. Acts 1 and 16, and then Acts 2, 17, uh, verses 17 through 22. And then he, he rebuilt on the vision, which is Acts 2, verses 25 through 28. And then we got to rebuild with the experience of Jesus or whomever your higher power is. The apostle, they valued their intimate relationship with the Lord. And so you got to be able to understand. And I have to know that the prerequisites for whoever would replace Judas huh, is in Acts 21 and 22. Excuse me, verse 21 and 22. We got to experience our Lord. And I'll say we got to have a relationship with him. And you got to understand the stories. The gospel is filled with stories of those who have had several encounters with Jesus. And you got to be able to share with someone else. Like I'm sharing with you. And the last thing, which is more important, is courage. After all we have been through, we got to know that we have boldness to preach and teach the word of God. So while you are gathering your necessary materials, we also got to recognize the importance of the Holy Spirit. It is in those early days following the resurrection. The Holy Spirit supplies 
everything, anything that we need and anything that you may be lacking in the work of your rebuilding. Ask, and it shall be given to you because the Holy Spirit was sent from heaven. And that's in 1 Peter 1 and 12. For no prophecy was ever made by any act of human will, but men moved by the Holy Spirit spoken from God. So your materials or your resources that is needed for your rebuilding are often the fruit of the Spirit, evidence of God's work in our life through love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. So this week, as you gather and secure, go back and remember when God did this at in the Go back to your scriptures. Go back to your prayer time. And know that the Holy Spirit is there. All you have to do is ask. And he will gather the necessary resources that you need to secure in your rebuilding. Father God, we thank you for when we look at the materials that we have gathered for this rebuilding, You've called us to. We admit, God, that we are not sure whether everything is enough. But, God, we rely on you through our personality and our experience and our gifts and talent that you have blessed us with. And we don't know, God, how we're going to put this all together. But with your Holy Spirit and the fruits that are in our lives, we trust you for the good work that's ahead. Amen. Please subscribe to my podcast or wherever you are listening. I pray that this teaching will bless you in many ways, more than one. You have a good rest of your day and we'll talk next week. Bye. Bye.